Saturday here, Trano Co. Welcome to a Friday Shiro show. I am lacking sleep. I'm sick. It's a it's a miracle that I'm here. Um, hope ev- <laughs> it's a miracle. But I'm a hologram. A I'm a hologram, so I'm only half here. Yeah, this is a pre-recording that somehow can interpret all comments in the chat. So, yeah. I took away the I took away the uh, scan lines uh, for Shadow Mask and the uh, and the flicker because I guess some people were wigging out. <laughs> I hope that well, this is a, better. There's only, well, there's only one thing I can say about our uh, our images now. Yo, listen up, here's, here's a story, story about a little guy who lives in the blue world. world and all day and all night and everything you see. Okay, I'm gonna stop being loud. I'm blue. <laughs> what was that? That was like 1999, I want to say, I think. Because yeah. I remember like um, Phantom Menace came out at the same time that I was rocking that CD. And now I'm really... I'm really uh, ashamed to say that yes, I had that CD. Is, is that is that before or after you picked up uh, <laughs> picked up uh, Enema of the State on CD? Oh yeah, hell yeah, uh, Enema of the State, uh, Mill and Colin, Lagwagon. I was listening to all that stuff, same time. But was I, it, yeah, did, uh, with, uh, was was Weedus? Is that was that ninety nine as well? The teenage dirtbag. Yeah, I don't that? know. Uh, I forgot. No, actually, that one's not on my radar. Um, gotcha. I missed you know, some I'm stuff. Just a teenage dirt bang, oh, baby. right, right, right. Okay, so I heard I that like I heard that song, but I wasn't into that. Into it's those like guys. in every crappy '90s college movie ever, so it's not surprising. But I was like big into 311 at the same time. You know, like actually, I had really eclectic Ooh, music taste at that time. Yeah, 311, but Blink 182 for sure. Oh, uh, you know. I didn't really like them, but you heard the hell out of them on the radio was uh, Sugar Ray, you know? <laughs> you heard Ooh, Sugar, Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray I, a lot I still on the, the radio the one back song, then. Was it Someday, When the World Just Passed You By? Mm-hmm. Sit around and, and wonder, wonder why, why you were always, always there, there for, me. for me. Yeah, I and, uh, and uh, the other band, Incubus. Incubus was also huge at that time. I don't know what they sung. Uh, yeah, I know. I can't. I can't even remember now. <laughs> but they, they, they did Hey Yeah, right? You know, Hey Yeah. No, yeah, I'm just I, I, I don't. I don't even remember. It it's like you know. Now I'm on the spot, so I can't. Anyway, yeah. what's up? Anyway. Oh, I have the browser open. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm really like. You should close that. I'm cross. I'm going cross-eyed because I've been working remotely from home, and my uh, and I'm just like been looking at a, at a laptop screen all day, and I'm just not. On Same. top of my game today. <laughs> I, I went to I went to bed at like at two in the morning last night, but I'll explain why later. But yeah. I kind of want to do an open letter while we have these people here that uh, are a bit disappointed with some things that are going on in the community. Did we want to give them the floor or? Sure. What do you yeah. Think, yeah. Sure. All right, boys. You got the floor. What do you guys got to say? It's like the, yeah. What do you guys got to say? And dead silence. And dead silence. Maybe they didn't know they I were. Don't, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, can you guys hear me? Please walk away. Yeah, no, yeah, we can, can hear, hear you. We can oh, hear you. I Zenos. just can't let Zenos go first. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. it's 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 not a united front. Like I think Nguyen doesn't have a problem with his games being pirated. Correct me if I'm wrong. Trekkies has a big problem. And I also have a big problem 
if it ever happens because I don't actually have skin in the game right now because nobody pirated yet but I'm like the only guy who's actually well not the only guy I have it I'm in a team of nine people but I'm the only guy in that team who seems to be interested in selling the game so uh, I'm trying to sell the game and um, yeah I guess well, you're, so you're, you're saying yeah. your words is like that you want uh, that people you don't want people like pirating and re-uploading your game on different websites. Is that a correct assumption? Yes, because um, the game is free, mm -hmm. and uh, you only it's it's optional if you want to donate, but it's kind of I don't guess bad bad um, bad style if you just pirate off it or make a copy mm -hmm. and then resell it as a CD because we're, we're, I don't know of course you can always lament it and it's like um, it's, it's just an honor code well, and me, at, so uh, I, I, I'll, I'll just go into like the one that I have like when it comes to the translation patches like I'm not gonna try and fight that it's like that's just that's gonna keep happening there's no getting around it the one that I'm more concerned about or when it comes to some of our homebrew ports like um, <clears throat> my port of Final Fantasy, uh, VBT's port of Wolfenstein 3D, uh, there's another one I think for like uh, uh, Flashback and Out of This World, a couple other ones like that. And the big thing that's going on with that that's starting to really irritate people is we're seeing them pop up being distributed or sold on discs with like for Wolfenstein 3D with the full retail WAD inst uh, included in it. Mm -hmm. For the Final Fantasy one, I'm seeing that pop up with the NES ROM included. And basically, there is a reason that we don't include those when we distribute them. And it's like with Wolfenstein 3D, that is a blatant violation of id software license for the open source. You right. cannot distribute it with that commercial WAD. Like all you can distribute it with is the shareware one at most. So when people are distributing it, that that now shines light on basically the people who have made that port and could possibly get them in trouble and get a cease and desist thrown at them. Mm -hmm. For Final Fantasy, the way I'm making it, I'm intending it to be basically when it's all said and done to just be based like an interpreter. Whereas here's a program that if you give it the Final Fantasy ROM, it will be able to read the data and the scripting and all that and recreate the logic and just go with it and let you play it. But the catch is you need to provide your own ROM. And that's kind of just how basically I'm doing it more is like it's kind of like an educational fun experiment for me to see how far I can get with that but that's why I don't include the ROM because that would be blatant piracy and I do not need Square Enix or whoever mm -hmm. coming down on me with like a massive cease and desist because that would basically just kill the project mm -hmm. yeah you don't want Square Daddy coming after you that's not a fun a fun prospect to think about I have something oh, to so... add yeah well I have something to add to this I'm <clears throat> um, Aside from aside from the legal potential legal issues, which I think is probably the most important relevant uh, issue, we don't want any of you guys getting in trouble for this. You're not even getting paid. <laughs> You're just doing this as a, as a passion project. But I mean, as well, it's like as a community, we want to support you guys. So even even recently, with my with a recent article that I did on the 27th anniversary. Um, Garrett, the guy from Sega Extreme, you know, he pointed out you don't want a hot link, which I guess means where you just put a link, it, even though the image is hosted on Sega Extreme, for example, if I have a link, a direct link to download it in my article, then their site is not really getting traffic from that. And in, in a way, it's not being supported then, you know, and traffic to their site helps because of, you know, revenue and stuff. So it's like if you want to 
So even from a uh, even from a position of supporting the developers, you know, it's better to link to your guys's page so that people can see you guys talk about your game. They can download it from you. You guys get the traffic, and uh, and then you know, you know, tra or Night of Dragon has made it so easy now to patch Saturn games. It's, there's really no excuse, you know. So it's uh, you know, I I think it's very important that the community understands that um, sites that just freeboot games, I guess that's what we're calling it, right? Freebooting, which is just basically applying the patch to a copyrighted image and putting it up, distributing yeah. it. Yeah, that 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 completely circumvents the people who did all the work, basically, and so it, it, it is essentially you're actively not supporting those those folks, you know. And then yeah, also, and I think yeah. Yeah, I think the other big issue that we have to think about is the the fact that Night uh, Trekkies brought this up off uh, off air, but the fact that there's so many images with different versions of it. So, like you could download it and you'll get like the previous one that like like uh, I guess for example, Soccer Wars, where they have the graphical glitches, or you might well, like download Nights. There was one I saw for uh, Grandia where it was like the one that was hosted was like version 0. 0.6 or 0. 0.7. It's like that one has horrific bugs where it will just crash and die. You can't beat the game. So like you're basically like shooting yourself in the foot by downloading that version because you're not going to be able to beat the game. Half the stuff isn't implemented and things don't work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And and then like imagine if somebody made a like say like somebody's oh i'm gonna make a repro of this oh let me go grab this disc image from i don't know some website that hosts it and you grab it and it's the crashing version and then some poor sucker buys it and he's out 30 to 50 bucks or something because the mm. version they patched was a broken one and right. it's like and it's like a lot of people they really i don't i'm not gonna just i don't want to justify it and say that's a good thing but a lot of people play it through these patches so even if we don't like the people that make it I mean, the fact that people are making and doing that is pretty bad, and it's mm -hmm. definitely not good luck for the community as well, because it's like, oh, I had this patch, I bought this repo for $50, and I wasted so much money, and now it's crashing on me, and I can't get past this certain point, and, you know, why why is it broken? And it's like, did, did you check the patch image? And it's like, patches ago, and it's and a dangerous like, prospect. Uh, the other thing, the other problem it causes, sometimes we'll get people reporting bugs to us, and we're like, well, that's a really old version, don't play yeah. it. It's like... And, and then sometimes we'll just get bugs reported, and it's like, so we got, we're like, this got, this happened again. We start digging down. We're like, well, no, they're using an old patch. Right. So for like version control, it, that's just it, incredibly it's confusing because yeah, it, it, it just, it makes us, it makes us go down rabbit holes chasing red herrings because we're getting these bug reports that just aren't accurate anymore. Right. And the thing that's the saddest thing is that if they, if they go to a, a internal patch thing and they only release the good ones, then it's like you guys won't be able to play it as soon as it's ready to be played or beta tested, and they'll get less p people to beta test it. Because mm -hmm. like, keep in mind, people, when the version says zero point zero point whatever, that's not a retail release or it has a beta for it. That's not mm -hmm. a a ready to go thing. You can't burn that to a disc and and assume yeah. it's gonna work. There's gonna be game crash and glitches. I mean, it's just the nature of these things. Yeah. You can't really like do that. Sorry, what did you say? I'd also like to add something. I recently had an argument with a colleague of mine in our hacker and makerspace. It it regarded like the um, the arguments that these people were bringing. Like, what you're doing is illegal, and what we doing is illegal. And then I had this argument with him, and he said it's not technic. It's not, but it's potentially not illegal because this is a crime. 
like translating something which you need to like sue somebody for. Right. It's not like a crime that gets pursued either way. Like, uh, yeah. so if if we have the tacit approval, like from Sega, who are doing nothing about these fan translations, can you still call uh, these patches a crime? Is what I'm asking. Right. They're, you're talking about the old no honor among thieves argument. You get these people saying, oh, well, we're all thieves, right? So you don't really expect us to show any kind of honor or loyalty. Like, um, but that's not exactly correct. See, uh, if, if you... If you, it's one thing if you want to go download an image somewhere, right? Uh, and I, I think a lot of us are doing that, right? But I mean, y you gotta, you gotta be able to apply your own patch, right? Because then, because what you guys are doing, creating modifications, you're just creating the patch, right? That's not, that's not technically yeah, we're, illegal. We're giving you a thing that says this is, this is, it's like I did some things to my copy. Right. Here's the difference of it. If you want to try it on yours, exactly. And technically, so like, if Grandia, you like right. the base files that I used for Grandia, I ripped them from my original Saturn disc and my original PlayStation disc. Right. And anybody else who owns a copy of that disc can apply that patch, and they'll be completely in the clear. You know, it's they're they're modifying their own version of the game. You know, as long as they're not redistributing it. Um, and then for those folks like, who, I think it's uh, yeah. Sega themselves has their own official like Discord. I think it's called like Sega Forever. Right. And even them, they have a rule that basically says like we're fine with translation patches being discussed and talked about and like just the patching. Just do not distribute or share the actual full image. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, that's like uh, that's what I mean. Uh, that's also what Emerald Nova said. If the creator says please don't do that, then you right. don't do that. And we have the tacit approval from Sega. They do not have the tacit approval of the patch devs. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think uh, I think I looked at the comment Phaseus put uh, put in the comics. I think it really really solidifies this idea completely. Where do you guys post your homebrews and fan translations? I got mine off CD Romance. And it's sort of stuff like that that, like, I'm not trying to blame them. It's just, like, the the ignorance of that where it's, like, you don't know where this is coming from because a lot of people are just posting on these websites and, you know, it's sharing out. They don't know that all this stuff is on Sega Extreme and everything that they get for the patches. And that's really not a lot of their fault. It's not, like, the little guys that want to download. They just want to play the games. Mm -hmm. It's the people that share these out and, like, they, like, share out these full images where it's, like, why would you do that? It's, like... It's like taking away from these other places where you can patch them. So mm -hmm. I guess I'll, I'll say this here for everyone watching. If you want to download any Sega Saturn patch, it's all going to be on Sega Extreme. Every single one, every single patch is on that website. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, some also show up on, some are on romhacking.net as well, some of the older ones. Exactly. Well, uh, and also... Net also has his own website. I think it's like Team Medusa, where they have a bunch of theirs hosted as well. And yeah. Xenos is on uh, itch.io or what is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's Rodaio. Yeah. So, I mean, the the point here is don't please don't engage in activity that's going to expose the the developers and the patchers to legal trouble. Uh and please do engage in activity or behavior that helps support these developers by either buying their game if they're or you know, contributing to their Patreon. 
visiting their website and giving them traffic in case they have, you know, like, you know, all of that helps and going and getting the image from the real source and patching it yourself rather than being lazy about it uh, so that you can, you know, you're getting it from them f directly from the source. And if you have any issues with it, you can actually reach out to them and they're very open to that as long as you're actually getting it from them, you know, because then that's the point at the end of the day. Basically, I mean, this wasn't really an issue as much like five years ago. Everybody was down, you know, because there wasn't as much of a develop Saturn development scene, uh, you know, as there is now. Now it's like, you know, really, really exploded. And, and there's so many people involved. And I think it's really important that we become sensitive to this stuff because, yeah, yeah. like we, we have to. And, oh, yeah. Oh. And uh, yeah, don't worry about and people that that download from all over places don't worry about it before i mean i think a lot of people there's people in the chat saying oh yeah sorry for doing that don't don't yeah. worry about it it's We're not, not a big slapping deal. your you, hand you no yeah i mean i download okay deal. i don't own every saturn game okay and when i want to when i want to apply a patch i'll download something from archive.org right um I'm, I'm not worried about anybody coming after me for that but anyway, i'll admit i download some images off archive and i'll slap the patch on myself and and um you know knight of dragon has made it so easy now with that universal patcher it's just so easy there's, there's really no excuse, no excuse. i'm not going to get like, an image from cd romance because half the time i've had images fail from them you know i'd rather just patch it myself so i know like what what it took to do it and then I can explain it to somebody else, you know, rather than just being like, oh, yeah, I just yoinked it from a shared drive, you know? Yeah, and then we add guides on each of the articles we do for fan translations for the most part yeah. on the Saturn. So that'll have full, like, translation guides on how to patch it yourself. So if you look at pretty much any article we have on fan translations being dumped, they should have a... <laughs> uh, not being dumped, being uploaded, they should have a full walkthrough. I know Bulk Slash has one. Yeah. On how to use Night Dragon's patcher. And it's very simple. It's all plug and play. You can even rip the actual disc and patch that directly. Yeah, so, so if you actually own, so if you like, went uh, out and, yeah. If you bought like Vakken Rotor for like 10 bucks or something, uh, you know, you can just pop it in your CD drive and use Knight's patcher and it'll rip it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was going to say. Like Knight's patcher is so simple. You can just put your legit disc in there, yeah. click patch, and you get an image that's patched. You don't even have to rip, you don't even have to like try and mess with trying to get a like good, like, kind of rip or whatever which is wonderful like, it's just interesting yeah. it's like as knight has been developing that patcher he has found like quite a few interesting like hiccups with some uh official games like with uh i think it was panzer dragon saga he found that there is actually an error in the u.s mastering uh that just froze things for a loop that made it a real pain to try and get things working right and he has that all solved and i think he found that actually like um uh, Oh, what is it? Uh, Redump's image is wrong, yeah. Because he found that issue in it. Hmm. I, I, it it's I, not. I, I, it's not wrong. It's just the way that uh, things get dumped out. The tracks misalign. Hmm. If you put it all together, the data is accurate. It's just if you were to say fake hack it and put in a new audio track, everything would get wrong, misaligned. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, but I guess wrong was the wrong word to use there, but I just remembered this was like, I think a year ago, you were digging into that one. I'd like to also add something to another argument they keep making. They keep saying that they have day jobs, that they work hard to patch these games, but that's, I'd say, a very rich argument because comparing to what to the hundreds and thousands of hours that people spend 
on these patches like Bog Slash or the games, that's nothing like mm-hmm. one person. I'm not gonna say his name, but c- complained to us that uh, that he had to walk his dog tw- dogs twice a day, and that he then. Even then, although he has to walk his dogs twice a day, patches the games, and I don't care how many times you have to walk your uh, dogs. Emerald Nova has a dog and a cat, and he had to like go out and cat, uh, and his dog got lost one day, and he had to find it again. So, what are you even talking about? So yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, <laughs> like. I, I'm pretty sure, like all of us, like have full time jobs. I have a full time job working forty hours a week. Like mm-hmm. I do this for fun. Yeah, you're not like nobody. Yeah, like nobody else in the work world has dogs or a full time job. Right. I think the message to I think the message to groups who seek to distribute this as a service to a community, um, I would say you're not really serving the community because you're you're giving a man a fish, but you're not teaching him how to fish. And if this exactly. community, if this community continues to just be a bunch of average Joes who get stuff lazily and don't really know how to contribute or engage, uh, they're just basically lurking and yoinking stuff. You know, that's not the kind of community that we're trying to build here. We're trying to build an active community of people who are engaged. And and in order to do that, you need to learn how to fish. You need to learn how to patch your own games. And you need to not just you know we we really we really encourage people not to just lurk but to actually uh be in get involved so yeah yeah because people are involved i mean people learn like derek uh derek 18 for 18 for example he just was on the discord chatting like and talking with us and now he's doing like 500 patches and just released one that we'll talk about later Mm -hmm. on in the show actually so like you, like I mean, and it's not really that hard to do all this stuff. Like you can become it used an to be community member to it like used to a be. lurker to a pro a coder. Mm-hmm. There's a pervading oh. belief that Saturn emulation is impossible. You know that went on for so long, and there's also this pervading belief that Saturn patching is really difficult because it kind of used to be, depending on the patch, you know. But now, like that, that's not no longer an excuse. I guess is is what we're saying, right? Exactly. And I'm I'm happy for everybody that joins our community and not just ours, but like the Saturn Junkyard and, and the other communities Sega out there. Extreme. As well that, yeah. Yeah, Sega Extreme, uh whatever the there's a bunch of them. Sega Net. There's so many different communities. Sega, Sega sixteen. Sega sixteen, Saturn Sega uh, the Dreamcast. Another junkyard. good one. There's so Another many... good one to plug would be a Sega Saturn C O UK. That one has been around for I oh, think right. since like two thousand five, two thousand six. It's a very nice one too. Mm-hmm. Yes, Although Chris, they disavow the, our existence. <laughs> Just the, the, does, does somebody remember the, the East 4 uh, tr- uh, translation and dub uh, for uh, the PC engine? That, that yeah, was like a huge pro- project. And I remember seeing that they said because of all the pre-patched images, they lost interest in doing another project like this for the PC engine. Although the PC engine has so many great action-adventure titles who really could use a translation or a dub. And so this kind of behavior really hurts uh, the homebrew community. Yeah, and we and we don't want to be negative about all this stuff. I mean, 
if we like we want people to be positive we want to be positive impact but it is something that has to be addressed because mm-hmm. i mean i mean we get constant laments from all all the developers here in the chat and beyond that this is an, a problem and it and like if if something like that happens like Zeno says where if people lose interest then i mean the saturn scene's just going to die i mean mm-hmm. it's it's a, just a sadness really i mean imagine if we were this close to a fan translation to a game, but someone's like, you know what? It's not worth it anymore. And, mm-hmm. and we, when we lose the opportunity to get, get a princess crown, we lose an opportunity to get, you know, mm-hmm. a J.R. Doozy fan translation, which I think is very important. To have. It only takes one time, well, right? Like, it only takes yeah, one. Sorry. Like, uh, with, uh, well, with, with seeing like the, the final fantasy demo being distributed with the NES ROM, that's disheartening. I was pretty much very close to just being like, you know what? I'm not going to pursue this any forward any further. Cause it's not worth it. Yeah. Because Nintendo, I, like if someone comes down and smacks like VBT because people are distributing Wolf 3D with the WAD, like that, that could get other people who may, maybe there's people thinking about porting Doom and they see that and they're like, I don't want to get involved in that. I don't want that to happen to me. There, there's just some companies you don't want to, uh, gonna get in trouble with because they are really aggressive, like Nintendo or Square Enix. That's not something you take lightly. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, what do we want to do to wrap this up? Any any last thoughts? I think I'm going on my end. What about you guys? I'll give the developers the last word on this. Um, I don't have anything. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's about. But why don't we uh, move on to something po- more positive? And well, uh, Shadow show. Mask says, "Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady." In in the comments. You're my butterfly. I, don't know what that's referencing. <laughs> I I think that's a uh, crazy town. I'm 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 ga- it's a wild guess, but it's a it's like a rap metal band from I think he's uh Oh, I hate that band. <laughs> but I remember it though cuz I I I kind of put it right into the uh Sugar Ray category or whatever of music I heard on the radio but never really listened to. Um sometimes it'd be like that. Yeah. Let me just see here. Okay, so let's bring up the browser and talk about a little bit of Saturn news. There's not. Yeah. Well, wait. So we, we had to. Uh, we looked for articles. Yeah. Greg put up. We talked about the 27th. Oh, I wanted to apologize to everybody that I um very abruptly cut off the stream last week because I had an I had a, like a real 911 medical emergency. I didn't call 911, but I had to rush my kid to the urgent care because he uh, I thought he broke his wrist, but he actually just sprained it really badly. So. Uh, no harm, no foul, but, uh, sorry about that guys. Anyway, we, yeah, we were summing up the 27th anniversary competition. I think we got through everything. Um, yeah, we were just on the, the, I think we just didn't finish up the utilities. The utilities, right. Wait, do you want to talk about that real quick? Do we have Uh, time? If if you'd like, uh, we're like, we're like 30, we have 30 minutes left. Yeah, we got like 30 minutes left. I was just going to say, okay, so I will say real quick, I got rid of all the hot links because that was something that um, Sega Extreme brought up to me. So I really appreciate that because we don't want to, we definitely want to be supporting these guys the way that they need to be, that the, uh, you know, that's important to us. Also, so Cafe Alpha had the save repack, um, which is awesome. You guys should check it out. And I guess it's built into uh, Studio Kai. Um, of course, we've talked plenty about Knight of Dragons, uh, Sega Saturn Patcher, and um, he also made the Saturn Save Converter, where you can literally just drop a save file onto this, uh, and it'll just that's really cool. Output it into a multitude of uh, 
a multitude of formats. We had uh, Pwn Sound, uh, which was the audio driver from uh, Ponut, which is being used for Hellslave. It's also being used for, I think, Cubecat. Um, it's being used for a couple of different things and it's open source. And so that's awesome. Uh, and then of course, uh, the simple Saturn model converter, uh, from super Ray or Raimi. Uh, and that's awesome as well. That's what he's used for uh sky blaster and tank game. And you guys can mm. use it too. It's a free utility where you can, uh, import and convert, uh, models from different softwares, I guess, you know, it supports plugins for import and export of additional formats, but that's cool. So it, Yep. So if 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 you're rich and you have like a a 3D Maya subscription, good to go. If you're cheap like me and have a 3D what, like what Blender, Blender, I think Blender is like the free one, right? Why not? Yeah. Should, Blender, that's should we should we say uh, something about all the other um, 3D model converters that exist? Like, um, there's XL2's model converter, I think. Did well, he I put it in the? I don't think. Yeah, they did. They're just going over the ones that have been submitted for the. Competition. Oh yeah, th- these yeah. are just the ones for the 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 uh, contest. There are other. Out- uh, uh, yes, yeah. yes, I know. Just thought maybe we should also mention that there is like a, a a row of model converters which exist now for the Sega Saturn. Yeah. yeah no, absolutely. It, it, we were just mostly co- just covering the stuff in the competition, but yeah, definitely okay. check those out okay. as well. And yeah. just like, and you know, Slinga has his save converter as well. Um, or he, you know, he has his save tools as well, but that wasn't a part of the recent competition. So that's why we didn't mention it. But yeah, there's a lot of great Saturn utilities out there. You can go check it out on, um, most of them are hosted on Sega Extreme. Um, but moving right along since we are short on time. Sorry, Xenos. <laughs> uh, Greg wrote a, another blog, uh, dev blog on, uh, the, uh, the excellent bulk slash English translation. Did we want to discuss this a little bit, Pat? Yeah. So it was a it was a really interesting article. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think my favorite line in in, in it was basically uh, Night of Dragon. Do you understand what a binary final is? File is. Uh, Greg was like, no. And then Night of Dragon's like, all files are binary files. And I thought that was the the funniest line in the article because it just it just goes to show that not a lot of people understand. I'm not. I'm not throwing Greg in the books. He's a smart programmer now, but mm-hmm. like a lot of people understand like the the intricacies of some and how literally everything is pretty much a one and a zero. So everything's mm-hmm. a binary file per se. But what I, I love a joke thing. What I love about these development blogs so far, uh, blog entries so far, is that it really does kind of take us through the learning process of how to patch a game, you know, everything that that he came across and everything that he's involved with. So it's like, if you're looking to do this for the first time, this is a great resource. I I feel because you're like learning from a lot of his experience, you know? And, uh, so yeah, I, 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 I didn't read the entire thing cause I was short on time, but what I did read was really good. And I can definitely tell that this is a, a great resource to anybody who's like starting out learning how to patch a game. Yeah, to give a, a, a reader's digest of it, basically he goes through why he, they couldn't implement uh, subtitles into the the action of the game. I know that was a big a big discussion and a big hot point of people is that for the bulk slash fan translation, they weren't able to actually add subtitles into the action to keep it like a sub-only game. And a lot of that was described to me earlier in more detail, where basically, essentially, it's going to take up room in the VRAM, and it would, with all the action on screen, it would either cause it to lag or just not work in general. So it really wasn't an option. And then he 
continues on the well we didn't do that well we couldn't get that let's talk about the vo work and he goes through exactly how they went about replacing the voice lines and how they ripped it and there's a lot of funny videos that he included as a proof of concept that both momphis and he actually implemented where you hear them say stuff lines in their own voices and it's actually really funny i think it's really cute and uh it reminds me of um, the the glitch in Crash Team Racing with the the Pingy character, where they they left in that uh, Pingy Yay uh, line, the placeholder. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know anything about that at all. Yeah, We're in Crash, guess, like they have the placeholder. I guess uh, a bin file is just uh, something that doesn't fit into any category, like a binary file. So it's like saying, "We don't know what's in this file. Let yourself be surprised." Yeah, that, that's that's a good point. That that could be the case. I'm not honestly that familiar with file structures and stuff, but I definitely think that that sounds about right. Cool. Yeah. Also, I'm glad I'm glad Pandemonium got my Crash Team Racing reference. That actually is in the retail game. So if you play as the Penguin character, you can hear some developers say the name of the Penguin, and that's kind of how it works. So who is someone was gonna say something, but I cut them off. Or was that nobody? Oh, uh, nobody. Nope. <laughs> I guess you're fair enough. All right. Well, uh, basically, it's a very, very great article. I've really enjoyed it. Um, and the next article he teased is going to be on the audition and re- and the recording process, which I'm pretty excited about. I'm excited to see what the, what he what he talks about and what goes on in the inside. It's it's like a behind the scenes sort of thing. I love behind the scenes stuff, so I'm excited to read that. Cool. What do we got um, next, Dave? Next, uh, Peter wrote an amazing in-depth article. And by in-depth, I mean it's just, it's like a, a scroll of uh, knowledge and wisdom on the lunar game for Saturn. And I mean, he meant, he talks about the version on, on PlayStation as well. But um, yeah, this is just a really, really in-depth uh, look, just talking about everything, every aspect of the game. And uh, Peter is an excellent writer. He, he's been very busy with school again, so it's always a treat when he is able to publish, you know, one of his articles with comes complete with the Shiro challenges, like different things that you can do to get more enjoyment out of the game. And, uh, you know, he talks about the working design story. And, uh, you know, he, there's, just, there's just so much great information here. He talks about the MPEG versions. Um, what, what did you want to say about this article? I think the best part about it is that he mentions that Lun- about Luna's boat song being the most memorable song in the game, which is yeah, is a is an objective fact. That's actually I would a fact have to agree. Yeah, it is probably my favorite song in in the thing. And actually, it's a probably actually I learned about it from a meme actually, all about the Luna's boat song. So I thought that was pretty funny. Hmm. But it's a really in depth article all about the game, all about some of the history behind it. Uh, the very uh. The very interesting, uh, interesting localization by working designs. Uh, a lot of controversy with that. I know a lot of people are saying, "Oh yeah, let's look working designs and make bad translations," or like they make bad like localization choices, which I thought was kind of funny. 
And there's a line in it that I think Vic said where it's like, oh, well, some of the characters are pretty much just useless, so we add in lines to add some comedy to it, which I thought was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll read it right here. It's like, most game RPGs release have some amount of humor or witty dialogue, but the overall majority of text lacks personality when initially translated. We try to add character to the characters when we do the translation. Every time this guy that says, this is so-and-so village, that serves a function, but it's boring. Why is the guy there? Is it his job to greet people? Is he, practic- is he practicing to get a job at the new Walmart? We would give the guy a reason to be there, and of course, talking with him, you'd find out what village you were in. Which I think, as as much as I do agree with some people saying that, you know, it's not cool to try and take the, the meeting away, I do like that localization fact where they kind of improve upon some of that and add some humor into it. I mean, some of it's probably not the best, but I do appreciate that, and I know that's a controversial opinion to have, but, you know, sometimes, you know, people don't get it right on the first time, and sometimes people make amendments that are actually better than the original. Like, I think, in terms of music, I, the closest I can think of is uh, Rubber Soul, and the United States is, to some people, better than the, Uni- the UK version of it, mm. which I always thought was an interesting concept. But, uh, and that's sort of my view on that. I know a lot of people, like, let us know what you guys think. Do you guys think... Like, what do you guys think of the localization choices and stuff of that nature? But uh, besides that, it also goes into the 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 the, the translation for uh, the the Mr. Conan and L, the entire team worked on and did. Who also did the second one for the game competition, the Lunar mm-hmm. Two, Eternal Blue. So that's yeah, put also out that preview. Cool. It's in progress. So very exciting. Exactly. And uh, Peter exactly. did mention Lunar uh, Two, Eternal Blue, at the end of the article. Yeah, he also has these awesome repro these awesome reproduction boxes somebody and this somebody like made as a concept on the bottom. Yeah. I can't read the text very well. It's it's these really cool box designs and discs. But I think the person that made it did a really good job. Maybe Thank maybe you. they should add some foil onto the letters or something and make it even pop even more. Yeah. That's hard to do. <laughs> but, it's not <laughs> that's not easy to do. So I respect not. uh companies like working designs that were able to able to do that but yeah I, I was i was always a big lunar fan myself like i i have lunar one on the on the sega cd unfortunately i do not have lunar two that's another game i want to buy but it's expensive mm-hmm. but i do have lunar one i have both the lunar games for the ps1 mm-hmm. i think i have both of them for the sega C, the sega saturn but it's a really great series i really want to get uh the the lunar one uh, version on the PSP, and there's so many good stuff versions of that. I mean, are you a big Lunar guy yourself, Dave? I mean, uh, not not as much as you. I mean, I love the game. I played it on the PlayStation all the way through. I played some of it on the. Uh, I went back to the Sega CD version and played like halfway through, but found that it was quite a bit harder for me, at least. Or maybe maybe it was just I'd gotten older. The Sega and wasn't CD as... is actually really hard. Yeah, so I, I, I found it a lot harder, uh, but it was still cool. I like I like how the graphics are all different and and you know, it's. Uh, I haven't actually played through it on the Saturn. I need to. It's just a part of my list of endless list of games that I need to play. But uh, yeah. I, I still think it's an amazing game, and I love working design stuff. I don't at all. I, I'm not at all one of those people who dislike the the dub or dislike the the translation. I like working design stuff, and I, I love all the tongue in cheek references and stuff like that. You know, that's just I grew up with working design, so it doesn't bother me. But I, I understand people who are like all about the you know 
you know, I understand people who that's just not their thing, you know? Yeah, and I have to say, though, I do, honestly, as much as I do like the classic PS1 working designs, I think mm -hmm. with the fan translation, I think they did it perfectly. Yeah. Where they, where they, they added the, the dialogue for working designs and they added the PS1 dub or the mm -hmm. PSP dub, which I really actually appreciate. And that's not because the one of the characters is voiced by uh, Spike Spencer, a.k.a. Shinji Ikari from Evangelion. That's definitely not a bias there at all, but I just... I just really appreciate the dub more on the on the PSP version. It sort of grew on me a little bit more than the uh, the old dub. But maybe I'm just being biased because I like the the Sega the Sega Saturn version of that now. But mm -hmm. honestly, they both have well, their time and place. Was well, it? part of the reason we had to do that it was kind of forced on us because uh, when Working Designs dubbed it, they actually edited the uh, video to add more lip flaps for their script. So if you tried mm -hmm. to put their audio in the original FMVs, it would fall out of sync like very quickly mm -hmm. so we just didn't want to sit there and re-edit it all whereas the uh exceeds translation for the psp version it matched up perfectly with the original japanese fmvs mm. yeah definitely i i actually wouldn't mind taking a crack at maybe once that patch is all said and done doing a editing the video for each of the uh working each of the cutscenes for the working designs dub and see if i can get a version of that so if people want to play with the working designs dub that'd be they're able to do that, but yeah, that's it, a, it's definitely thing. doable. It's just something where we're like, uh, I, I don't have time for this. It was basically Fair what enough. it boiled down to. Well, if I find some time and I edit it together, would you be willing to, I guess, walk me through doing the encoding and stuff? And we yeah, the, yeah, the encoding is easy enough to do if you can get it edited. Sounds good. Looks like I got, uh, I got another project that I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be backed up on with my other projects. No, but um, I definitely think it's something I want to take a crack at, along with the Resident Evil thing. But that's my my that's like the American novel that I never got to write. But we'll see. Yeah, you you didn't have enough work before. You need more work to exactly. really get you going. Exactly. There's 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 no there's no better body than a busybody. At least that's what I say. But uh, but there's also the the all work and no play McJacket dull boy. But I'm not gonna axe murder anybody in a in a cabin. So let's uh, continue on to the next article, shall we? <laughs> Essentially, uh, Zion basically one of the big brains behind Saturn Netlink. Uh, basically brought this online feature for a game that m many folks didn't even realize were compatible. That's right. Uh, actually, a lot of Sega Touring Car Championship had Netlink features built in. There's a whole forum on the on the Dreamcast talk forums talking all about it, and here are a couple of features that were really removed that weren't really expected to ever come back, which is online leaderboards, an online website, translated Japanese English text, tricks and tips, and an archive message board, which I think is insane. Like I think I don't even realize how he did some of the stuff. This stuff is kind of insane. That you know, I think one of the big things that he probably did that usually. If I had to make an assumption, I didn't really look too much into what he did, but if I had to make an assumption, he probably bought the old domain and basically linked pretty much piece by piece, put everything back together using old HTML from Internet Archives and things of that nature and put it on that website so that when you go to the website link, it doesn't go to a dead site, but it goes to that. Because a fun fact that you know that technically SegaNet never really went down as a lot of it's like peer-to-peer -peer and based off of internet connections. So like nowadays, you could still play with people on internet connections on NetLink. It's all due to it being peer-to-peer, -peer, it somehow survived the the fact that you can't 
play it online anymore technically it's but unfortunately the japanese servers are not in the same luck because they're required to have a centralized connection to matchmake so um yeah that's not it's not happening for the japanese public but the u.s public somehow saved the day by cheaping out which is ironic but you know sometimes it, it happens that way it's it's really bizarre but you know it just happens and really what you need to access the features in your Saturn is the, the Sega Touring Car Game, a Saturn Netlink modem, a Dream Pie, and a copy of Planet Web 3.0 or better for the Saturn. And you can actually download, if you want to browse, you can download Planet Web version 4.0 from the article, the link listed in the article we have. And the setup process is, I wouldn't say easy. The first thing is you really need to set up a Dream Pie, which you can either do at Homebrew or you could buy like kits online. Uh, there's some articles for that. I think some people, I don't, I'm always confused about this, that pe some people need a, need the, the, uh, what's that called? The, um, the, the, Avoid the, the internet. Oh, no, the, the, uh, the, 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 the simulator, the link simulator. So, yeah. The... So they, if I may, um, I, I can just sum this up real quick. Uh, if you want to browse the internet on the Saturn, you probably want to use a Dream Pie. If you want to play peer-to-peer -peer games, you want to use a VoIP adapter. Mm -hmm. uh, you can use both of those independently. Uh, generally, if you want an all-in-one solution, you get the Dream Pie for your Dreamcast uh, online and for your Saturn to be able to do Netlink stuff, which is like going on the internet. And I guess doing this this one new thing I didn't know about. And mm -hmm. the other thing is the VoIP adapter for peer-to-peer -peer games on the Sega Saturn. Both of those can be tied together with a, uh, a normal phone jack splitter. Yeah, and and just so you know, uh, from what I understand, it's actually not that hard to set up the Dream Pi now. Uh, you could either get yourself a Pi three or a Pi zero or a Pi four even, and there's just an image that you flash to it. Or you just put it on the SD card, and you're off to the races. Um, but you can get the kit from through the Dreamcast Talk forums. You can get the full kit that comes with a modem that has the line voltage simulator built in so it's a little usb modem and it already has the line voltage simu uh line voltage simulator built into it so that's it it's just a usb modem that hooks up to your pi and you're and you're done it's super simple one thing i wanted to add to this uh and again sorry guys my daughter's home from school so this normally wouldn't happen but you know her school closed because you know covid uh anyway <laughs> um yeah the one thing that he did want me to mention is that he's working on reverse engineering the password system so right now you guys are using if you're going to do this and and we encourage you guys to try to do this if any of you guys are into this um, right now, it, you're basically recording your time and then sending it off as an email to his server. He takes that data and puts it into the leaderboards. The more data that he gets that he collects from you guys, the more he'll be able to reverse engineer the password system so that he can just have it be, you know, straight submissions from the Saturn, you know, so you, your Saturn will just dial up and send the submission. Right now, what your Saturn does is it saves it to a little, um, an email attachment and then it sends it off through the uh planet web browser the future is now old the man yeah so so zayden he he needs more data he and i mean maybe if folks are interested in helping him or want to reach out to him uh he's on our discord server uh he's also on the dreamcast talk forums and you guys can help but yeah he hasn't been able to like reverse engineer or figure out the the how the passwords are being sent um but yeah he he said if he if he gets more people putting in entries then he'll be able to de decipher it or de determine it based on that so that's that's my that's my layman's understanding of of what he's dealing with but anyway 
fascinating stuff. I would like to try it out, but I don't know if I can uh, have the funds for a dream pie right yeah. now. Yeah. And uh, and essentially the, the yeah I mean they're not that expensive but they're about I would say like the the Pi three kit which is the one that actually has the Ethernet port uh, the Pi zero is Wi Fi only and that's not great for for this kind of stuff but the Pi three kit is somewhere around like seventy five bucks but again like I tell Pat there's so many things you want to throw your money at these days um, I haven't gotten around to getting one but I really need to um, but essentially. Yeah, this is this is great. It's just adding back more functionality for Saturn uh, and online functionality at that. It's great. Um, so the entire ho- the entire site has been like rebuilt, um, you know, and available. And here it is. Uh, here is the actual site Saturn version. You can click English over here, and there's Zayden. That's his entry. Um, I'm guessing this is a he, the domain he bought. Uh, this is actually just off of DreamPipe.net. Uh, Dreampipe serves up all of this, all of these old sites to Saturn oh, games, you know. Okay. So it's Saturn. Uh, so actually, I a few years back just scoured the Internet Archive several different years and kind of like scraped all of the info together and kind of fixed it and put it on a GitHub kind of uh, hosted it on github and it's on the it's on the internet and then zyden just grabbed that and put it dropped it onto the dream pipe so that um, people can basically browse this from their saturn and you've got like uh, inf- so is the dream pipe basis do like a dns change where it detects the old address and yep, basically replace it with the new one okay. exactly yep i was so, sure if, I, I guess the, i guess he just bought the domain but i guess that's also a viable option that would be a viable option as well but he's just hosting hosting it from Dreampipe, and that's the same place that he hosts all the other, like the, the Saturn Bomberman stuff, the, basically all the other stuff is hosted from Dreampipe. Um, but essentially, it's got, all the, it's got all the little goodies here and uh, information regarding cars and music artists and stuff like that. And um, most of these links are active still, these wave links and stuff, but some of, some of them don't work, but you get most of the stuff, so that's good. Um, hey, better than nothing. Definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, so, cool. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely want to, I definitely am hoping, uh, what I meant to say also was that the game itself comes with a browser. It comes with CRI. Um, it comes with a CRI web browser, but unfortunately it doesn't have the ability to send email attachments, which is why you need Planet Web 3 or greater at this point. But in the future, you will not need that. That will be that will be like an unnecessary step because in the future, you'll literally just send your your score off directly through the game once he reverse engineers the password. And, and I believe that he will eventually. It just is going to take time and it's going to take other people helping out uh, to give him more data. Lots of data. Yep. And then uh, closing out, we have your article on Radergy Chaos Field, which you also posted wanna... to... Yeah, do we want to talk about that before we get into the article, the better thing? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, so I yeah, go I ahead. Guess, um, you... Do you want me to do that? Yeah. Uh, basically, <laughs> um, yesterday we had a surprise meeting, a surprise tweet. I think it was like at ten in the morning by Richard RGB, and he wanted to do a little project thing. So if you guys were on our Discord, you saw uh, me, Dave, and retro gb in there for like three hours talking and uh that's that was part of what we were talking about what we're announcing right now but it also was a video that he made that i don't know what's going to go up but spoilers we are in a video that's 
coming up on his channel in a little while. I forgot what the time frame was. Was it this Friday or next Friday? I can't remember. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Said, it was just a podcast. It was like a podcast interview, right? Yeah, but uh, I want to surprise it, Dave. I want to keep it a surprise. Well, but, you uh, just anyways, said it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea well, what the timeline I said was. a video thing. Oh, But okay. anyways, uh, I, I was being vague. But anyways, uh, yeah, uh, as of today, uh, we are officially working with RetroRGB on his website, uh, cross-posting articles that he wrote on his site as well. So not only are you going to get content on that site, but you're going to get content on here. And it's going to be pretty much the same except more tr more uh, more like condensed on his on his uh articles for uh podcast sake for him reading it out and writing it and talking about it on his show but uh every time we write an article it will be talked about on the retro rgb podcast so if you guys follow that it's on uh, retro rgb.com and on his youtube channel retro rgb and uh that's going to give us about uh about 50k more uh watchers potentially for not only our, ch our YouTube channel, but our articles as well. And sort of putting a spotlight on uh, Shiro for the most part. And Bob was very nice, very kind dude. And he offered to have us come on and write articles on his website and sort of cross post them across there. So that way, instead of, uh, instead of us asking him to share it out and adding him 50 times, we can just post it ourselves and he'll talk about it on the show, which I think is amazing like what are your uh, thoughts on this dave oh i think it's i think it's awesome i mean uh, it's it's a win-win you know because it helps him out and gives his site more content and it gives us a huge signal boost and i think it's just uh i think it's really a cool partnership i it was kind of like i mean i knew like I, I'd been wanting to like hook up with Bob for a while and get some kind of a collaboration going, you know, but uh, I didn't really anticipate this, you know, <laughs> like when uh, yesterday yeah. when he was like, hey, do you guys want to record a podcast or what about today? You know, and I was like, okay, yeah. uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then okay, after that, yeah, surprise. yeah, I think Pat and I were both a little surprised, but we're like, uh, hell yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We were very excited. And then he came on and offered that to us after the show and, we just had to say yes because we're big retro RGB fans. Uh, yeah, I know partially this podcast was inspired by Bob, Bob's podcast as well as his yeah. work and the community. And I know Dave's also a huge fan, but uh, like, and I think Dave is more he's more in line with like Bob, like Bob, sort of on the OG side with the the was it the DE Hazard website back in the day. All that other oh stuff. yeah 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 um i we were talking about that like fudo's site you know before well before bob started doing it that's the thing is retro rgb really compiled all of the information that was out there on forums he just compiled it into one source you know one website which was really helpful um but but yeah no you're right pat this site th this show is really um i would be lying if i said this wasn't uh inspired by what bob does you know how he like talks about the week's news and runs through like that was literally we literally like based this off of him and like linus tech you know linus he does the wan show it was kind of like that it was like wan love show linus, love linus yeah and, yeah me too it was like wan show and bob's retro rgb kind of weekly podcast thing is what kind of really spurred uh shiro to become uh the shiro show to become more than just a weekly game stream you know so yeah i would I definitely have to give credit there. And yeah, it's it's really great. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And I'm really I'm really happy with this collaboration and uh we we should have I believe Pop said he's going to be on a couple episodes that we're going to have as well on here. 
So we're going to work that out. A lot of it's just scheduling because Bob is incredibly busy and we mm-hmm. are also incredibly busy. So mm-hmm. we definitely are going to have him on here. That's a, that's actually a guarantee that we're going to have him on here. Yeah. It's just a win thing. So, I mean. Yeah. It's, it's like when for everything. We like we still need to, we still need to have a podcast with the, what is it, the Sega guys, the, the UK guys. And it's all a matter yeah. of timing. <laughs> like it's not, it's not so a matter of want. Pipeline. Yeah, exactly. Like, like yeah. I, I know I have like five podcast ideas off the top of my head that we can just do yeah. instantaneously, but we just need the time to do it. Yeah. I know, I know we need to do another dev round table. I think that was a lot of fun. And I do really want to do the one idea where we get the OG programmers and the new G programmers and put them, put them together and a, yeah, and a developer round table. Like I, I don't know about you guys, but I think every, all the devs in here would probably be insanely, insanely excited for an idea like that. What do you guys devs think? I, I would give a, a body part in order to go talk to Chris Sen. We'll make that happen, or at least try to. I can't make any guarantees, but we'll get some devs on, and we'll we'll figure we'll figure something out to get them on the show. But um. Yeah, I guess going through the, the I guess going through this article real quick before we head out because we have two minutes left. Seriously, um, basically, uh, Ratterji, uh, uh This is a really interesting like thing that <sighs> came up. Basically, this was two fan translations, two days, three days apart. Like I'm not even joking. It literally was that. So basically, the first one was Ratterji, which uh, a wired crackpot came up. He released that in the beginning of the year, where he essentially inserted the Wii, uh, US version of the Wii script, which mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't find any US version for that game. Was that like an eShop only thing? Because I did not see anything, any US release for this on any game sites. Like, am I, was I crazy or maybe I was just tired and couldn't find it? Yeah, Radergy never came out on the Wii in the US, did it? Not to my knowledge. So that's why I'm a bit confused. He said specifically that he, I'll you look it up while we do it, that it that he really, I will. that he got got it from the Wii shop. So I don't know. Okay. Maybe I was missing. Well, I was it, missing something. Sorry. It was on. Uh, it was on Xbox 360 as well, right? Oh yeah, and it was on Wii. Huh. Yeah, it was on Wii, but the things that it came in Japan only from my my understanding. Okay, so, so you just got I the was, wad. I was really confused. Just got the wad from know. some repo. Sure. Yeah, I have no idea. Like he didn't really go into details on that, but if you guys know in the chat, let us know because mm-hmm. I'm not versed in the Wii. We 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 stopped at the the, the Saturn. Yeah. But no, uh all joking aside, uh Larry basically was a uh late game Naomi arcade system game that came out in October two thousand five by Milestone. And later and a few months later it was ported to the Dreamcast in two thousand six. So yeah, you heard me right. The game came out on Dreamcast in two thousand six on a official G D ROM. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Uh, all those really <laughs> late Dreamcast games. And of course I mean like the Dreamcast was supported in Japan quite late. But uh, literally, I think the last release game was in 2007. I'm actually so really, really excited that you're that you said that this is a Wii game that he that he extracted the script because Baroque is also a, an English Wii game, and I'm hoping that somebody can manage to extract that script. Okay, so like, calm down on the Baroque stuff because we're still working on it. <laughs> okay. Like, I'll, I'll I'll talk about it soon. Hey, I can t- uh, I can keep I, I, calm down. <laughs> no, I can no, talk. No, 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 no. No, Doc. Doc, it, Dave said it live on stream. Now you have to deliver. It's 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 it's, it's a hero rule. Yeah. You, you you have to do to the end. Okay. So so in exchange for that, I want to beat a dead horse for two minutes at the end of the show. Once once we're done, go for it. 
I'm sure you okay. will. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, I, I guess speeding this up a little bit and before yeah. we head out, um, basically he took the script, put it inside there. Uh, basically, Radergy is a a bullet hell game, and it basically is an insane story where you play a schoolgirl who must rescue her scientist father and her colleagues colleagues from a group of terrorists that try to stop a radio wave allergy cure, which you yep. suffer from a radio wave allergy, and your dad tries to cure you, but the terrorists want to stop that for reasons. So. And it's cell shaded, which was yeah, kind of the thing. Yeah, it was really cute, and it, it's like a cell phone sort of thing. Like you play in a cell phone interface. Yeah, very unique. It, I, it has it didn't really get that great of ratings, but it's still a really unique and fun game. Yeah, it was one. I'll admit, it was one of the. It was one of those shmups. There were so many good shmups on the Dreamcast, if we're being honest, right? So it was like, it's, so many one, good ones. it's one of the lesser ones, I would say. If I think I'm being fair to say that it's it, this and like Karos, would you say, are kind of like lesser? They're good, but they're still not as great as like, yeah. you know. They're not as good as like uh, bo uh, Under Defeat or Ikaruga. stuff of that nature. Ikaruga, but yeah. it's, they're still a game. I actually think that, that, uh, that the company that did that, did this one also did Karos and uh, the next game we're going to talk about. Yes. So, which is uh, the next game, which is, of course, oh, sorry, I was looking at the wrong article. The next game is Chaos Field that also got a fan translation by our very own Derek Pescarella, or a.k.a. A-Team. So essentially, he was like, you know what? He saw this, he was like, you know what? I need a little break from my massive magnum opus project. So he was like, you know what? I'm going to try and do what he did and insert the GameCube script into the Dreamcast game. But then he noticed when he was looking at the files that 80% of the English text is already in Chaos Field. Mm. All he needed to do was flip a switch and pretty much uh, translate the other 20% that was untranslated, and it was ready to go. Wow. He pushed it out literally two days after this, after Radergy came out, like two days, that's not even an exaggeration. You can look at the dates and you mm -hmm. like, God damn. But, um, yeah, but Chaos Wave is, Chaos Fields is kind of interesting. It's a boss rush game where basically you just play endless bosses and mm -hmm. <laughs> it's really difficult. I had a more difficult time playing this than Radergy. Agreed. Yes. But uh, once you get good, it's a lot of fun, and you get the mechanics down. But it reminded me a lot of uh, Radiant Silvergun, almost. Get good. With all the different mechanics. Yes. It's it's kind of convoluted. It's not... Yeah, you, it, it is... And I mean, Radiant Silvergun has a boss, boss rush mode as well. But uh, yeah, so it's very a little more convoluted in regarding all of the... Uh, the different gameplay mechanics versus like something more straightforward like... Uh, I don't know. Uh, what's what's Chaz's Ikaruga? favorite? Ikaruga. Yeah, well... Even Ikaruga or has like, like a, a border, uh, sorry, um, Battle Garuga. Battle Garuga. That that's very straightforward. It's just like you know, really hard to Shoot see those win. bullets. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, but um, yeah, that's awesome. Shouts to Derek for doing this stuff. You know, he keeps saying that hopefully all of the the accumulation of experience that he gains from Dreamcast hopefully will one day lead to a Saturn patch. Of some kind. I'm hoping that that's true. <laughs> I can't wait to see what he has in store. That guy's insane in the best way possible. And Absolutely. I can't wait to see what he has in store. Yes. All right. I think that's I about it. it. Did you want to... Sorry, what were you saying? I thought it would lead to a paying job, but a Saturn patch <laughs> is all for good. Yeah. Hey, you never know. Maybe we, we might find a way to capitalize on this and have our own studio. That'd be kind of cool, right? 
I think that would be cool. Actually, we, we ought to a... just say that. Uh, you know, there. Uh, I think I think it's fair to say that Shiro, we're looking to hopefully get some people involved and maybe make that a reality. You know. Yeah, we literally have no plan, yeah. really de definite plans, but this is like like baseline stuff, but we'd love to make a studio of some sort and maybe have some of you guys on in the chat yeah. that do development. Maybe. I mean, we've got the brand, we've got the platform, we've got the ability to like help promote stuff, so it kind of makes sense that we should have some kind of a studio arm, you know, and do something with it, you know? If you, I'd be down. You know you that you're taking... Dave, you you know that you technically are already on a studio like Starlane for Blue Skies because I've included oh, you in yes. the payout. I don't want what a payout. I don't want any money. I'm just like you guys are my friends. I I, I want to help as many projects as I can. We want more games. What I, we want. I told Zenos I'm not going to take a cut until after the first sixty nine dollars are made. Sixty nine nice. is that like. An arbitrary number? Or are you picking that? Oh because no, it's completely random. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> nice. Sure. Um, but well, yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah. No, technically, I am. Uh, Zenos invited me to Team Starlane, so thanks. I'm an honorary Team Starlane member because I designed their. I, I guess I have to redesign a, a title screen, right? Because there's already two other or three other games called Blue Skies. Does that subtitle like MTG? The title screen is fine. I'd I'd much rather have you redesign the HIO page be because I'm not very good at it. Oh, okay, okay, fine, fair enough. I have a lot of community uh, requests in my inbox right now, and I'm a little overwhelmed, but I promise I will get around to it. Um, yeah, good. and I you can keep your money. You deserve it. You've done all the hard work. Yeah, so all the twenty cents. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Emerald, you said you had something you want to talk about before the end of the he show. What's a beat and... a dead horse? Yeah, it, so, dead so horse. The, the beating the dead horse was, was that uh, I, I was still at work when you guys started the show, so I missed the whole uh, you know pre-patch thing, and I'm just going to go ahead and unconditionally co-sign anything that Trekkies and Knight said, uh, because I unequivocally support their position as the senior patch dev members that I'm aware of that are still active. Uh, however, tomorrow I'm planning on trying to do an exhaustive here's how to patch stream. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you want to tune into my Twitch channel tomorrow, and uh, in the meantime, PM me or DM me or at me on one of the Discord channels you know that I'm on, uh, which game you want to see me patch, uh, I will try to go through every game that is suggested to me so that there is some video record of saying someone saying, I don't know how to patch this. You literally just follow my mouse. Right. Uh, I don't know what the hardest thing is the patch. Maybe the police knots is the hardest one out there right now. That's really current. That people I, play. Found, I found uh, Malenko stuff to be the hardest stuff to patch, but even that was only, uh, you know, getting my head around what he actually meant by certain files and then a couple clicks. So I'll just have a, like a video record of here's your patch instructions. Here's how you physically do it. Uh, and I'm trying to use that as a, okay, guys, it's not that hard. Honestly, I think the most important one you should probably do is uh, Knight's Final Fantasy one. The Trekkies? Trekkies, sorry. My bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll show... I'll, I'll try to do every this year's uh, competition entries and uh, a handful of popular ones. And if anything gets recommended to me, in the meantime, I'll do those too. Did you have a time frame I for that? Like a date? I think Knight did get a patch for the Final Fantasy one. Yeah, so it's even easier than what I had to do, because I was using a CD Mage. Mm. 
Gotcha. All right. So, um, uh, what was the time on that exactly? Tomorrow at what time? Okay, so you're in Arizona time, and I think we're desynced uh, from uh, you know. Just give us the PST uh, time. PST. Okay, so eight for me is like seven for you guys, right? Sure. Uh, it's it it's four thirty nine right now. So whatever uh, time that is. It's four thirty nine for me. So, uh, eight for me, seven for Saturn Dave. Mm -hmm. So seven PST. That what's that like ten Eastern? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that's when I'm gonna do it. Cool. So uh, in the meantime, in the next 24 hours or so, send me all of your gamepad suggestions, and I will add them to the list, and I'll try to do them in logical order. Okay, cool. Then right. Put that, uh, post that in our uh, promotions channel on on. Yeah, and we'll Discord. share that on the announcements. Yeah, and we'll share it on on announcements too. Cool. Just all the info, and we'll share that on our on our site and everything. All right. So before we go, why don't we thank our patrons that made this all possible? Uh, of course. One of them being Emerald Nova, mm -hmm. who is in here in chat. Thank you very much. Yep. Uh, Johannes Fetz, behind the amazing uh, Joe Engine. Uh, Blue Moon 95, who is our newest patron that we forgot to chat thank on the you. last show. But yes. Thank you. Uh, Derek Prescarilla, uh, Mom, Momfus, uh, Tanuki Trev, and, of course, Young Money Swee. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, you guys. If you guys want to get shouted out on the show, you can back us on Patreon.com's uh, Shiro Media Group. And at the 10 level or above, we will shout you out on the show. Uh, $20 above, you actually could be on a, a quarterly podcast uh, episode if you'd like. Uh, we need to get Emerald on one soon. Uh, probably mm. not this one, but the next one coming. Um and and yeah, uh, any other below that, you get all access videos, and of course, backing us also helps us. Backing us at any levels get you shouted out on our videos at the credits. Yeah, but backing us at all helps us a lot. Helps us get money for equipment. Uh, helps us uh, get stuff that we can't normally get because we have a mm -hmm. we have a lot of people in this group, and mm -hmm. it's really hard to to afford some of these these things, especially when stuff like a satiator drops and it's like two fifty each. Yeah. So that's a big ask in some nations, but it helps us view equipment, keep the website hosting up, keep the podcast hosting up every year. And of course, so that e helps a lot. E3 was canceled again in person, but I have a feeling that some of these funds that you guys are helping us with, which we have we really haven't spent like it's sitting there. It's it's a you know, we're we're we want to be sure to use it wisely. So I have a feeling that we're going to get to some conventions soon, and we'll be able to like meet with a lot of you guys, and hopefully that'll be helpful. You know, uh, either Pat or you know Peter or me. It just depends, you know. But I, I have a feeling that yeah. that'll help. Yeah, and we're hoping to get some some cons. Uh, no one sent invites yet, but that right. doesn't mean they won't ever send it. Right. We just keep like we just got to keep grinding, and we'd love to be at any con. So if you if you guys know any cons that want to have guests like us, we'd love to go. Just give us some information. I'll let them know that we're interested, and we'd love to talk at it. Either panels, meeting you guys in person, uh, helping you guys debug stuff live, uh, talking about Saturn stuff, like anything. I think it'd be a lot of fun. And then, of course, if you don't want to back us on Patreon, you can also back us uh, on uh, on our Threadless store, which mm -hmm. is... Uh, Say Saturn Shiro Threadless. It's on our website as well. Mm -hmm. And we have a new cool design by Dave, which is the the fist with the controller. I don't know if you could pull that up at all. Oh, uh, mm, I don't know. Uh, uh, well, let me just see. <laughs> let me see if I can. But essentially, yeah, we have Give some great shirts on there. Uh, I'll wait for him to pull it up. And then, oh, yeah, I forget. You course, have a Threadless link on our website. 
Yeah, cool. and then of course, if you guys don't want to back, you can't back us financially. Uh, you can also share us out, shout us out on Twitter, like our video, subscribe, ring the bell, do whatever you can to to su- support us that way. Um, any little helps. So like, notifying of course helps us show us every video that comes up because YouTube is dumb, mm-hmm. and doesn't like subscriptions. Um, yeah, like I said, cool Shiro shirt, got the little fist going through there. Got cool design colors. You had a lot of different variations. Dave drew this up. It's very really nice. I like it's it a lot. It's pink for Pat. I made sure we yeah, had a pink, pink one. Pink for Pat. Patty pink. I like it. There you go. But uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that about does it.